Welcome to episode 82 of the Pirate Monk Podcast. Yes, it is, and we're coming to you, as always, practically almost virtually live from high atop the Mellow Mushroom here in downtown metropolitan Franklin, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I'm here with our fearless, peerless uh, engineer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Engineerless? Mondo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Commodore has gone. Uh, he's not. He is uh, prevented from joining us today. Yes, he's in a meeting. He's in a meeting. Yeah, a Samson meeting. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So we, he's excused. He is excused. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. The the, the importance of priorities. Yes. So Aaron is in his Samson meeting. He can't join us for the big broadcast. So in his place, we have uh, the mini Commodore. The mini. Okay. <laughs> John Hartman. The little Commodore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> L I L Commodore. <laughs> is that your rap name, Lil Commodore? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Mondo, you uh, you just got back in today. I mean, yeah, to today. Yeah, eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I was uh, in Jacksonville, Florida, down there recording our friend Samson brother Mo Leverett. Oh boy, his eleventh uh, CD. Has he been writing up a storm? Man, like crazy. What a prolific songwriter. Let me, let me tell you, this cat drug me down there and said, hey, we're going to record about 10 to 12 songs. I said, awesome. <laughs> we left with 20. <laughs> and he was probably writing more as you were leaving. No, but he still had a stack of songs that he wanted me to listen to. I'm like, man, I told him two weeks out, you need to like kind of get things ready before yeah, I get yeah, there. But, yeah, he's got, yeah. but he really does have a lot of great songs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it is very challenging. You know, you really have to go on theme uh-huh. and not on quality. Yeah, yeah. Because anything, he sh- everything he showed me was quality. It's just yeah. a matter of the theme. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense with the rest of the song. So, yeah, yeah. But he's doing great, man. It was it was an awesome time. The CD is going to be really cool. Good, it's good, gonna good. It's going to be really cool. We're going to try to step it up from the last one. His last uh, CD, It's All Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, we're, we're trying to figure out the title of this one. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he said Together. Oh. I think that's what he's going towards oh. is together. Oh. So kind of speaking of uh, how he's doing in life. Yeah, so yeah, which is yeah. Good. So, yeah. yeah man. You didn't eat it all when you were down there, Man, let me you? tell you, my man Mo can eat, bro. <laughs> my man Mo. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, we ate, and it was good. He was cooking up a storm every uh-huh. meal. I mean, every five hours he's in the kitchen prepping. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. On the sixth hour, man, we're grubbing. I mean, uh-huh. from homemade pizzas, homemade burgers, homemade fries, yeah. homemade pastas, and uh, we did get Firehouse Sub, which I never had before. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, it was pretty amazing. And Mo killed the big, the huge one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mo, sorry, man. I got to put you out there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was like halfway done with mine. Yeah. And Mo was like sitting back, wiping his mouth with a napkin, drinking Diet Coke, chilling. Hey, I've been on the road with Mo, and I, I've, I've watched the man eat. I also have... <laughs> I also put him in severe gastric distress <laughs> on a trip through Cincinnati when I introduced him to Skyline Chili. Skyline Chili, yes, sir. Which was, which is good to me, but it was not good to Mo. <laughs> and since it was not good to Mo, it, it wasn't good to it you. It was not good to me. <laughs> yeah, man, we had a ball, dude. We had a great time, man. Uh, plenty of cigars flowing, and yeah, and uh, I mean, he has the coolest house. It's this uh, really nice house on the riverbank. Mm-hmm. And the backyard is great. He's got a canoe back there. You can go out there when the tide is up and just get around, you know, on the canoe and uh, just you and God, literally. I mean, uh, it's it's really cool. I wow. I'll show you a picture of it. Okay. But uh, he's doing great, man. It was a good trip. Okay. Really good. 
Well, uh, yeah, we have a technical musical term here in uh, Music City. <clears throat> we talk about scratch tracks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk to John here a little bit, but I'm wondering, can you rummage around in your backpack there? Do you think you can dig out a, a scratch track from that little trip down in Jacksonville? Absolutely. Do you? Yeah, Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. First, I want to I want to ask uh, John. I, our listeners really haven't gotten to know you, John. They've heard you a few times in the background because yes, that's usually where I am. Yes, because you're yes, you're omnipresent and yes. I think omniscient here. I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and willing at with virtually no notice to step in as uh, the mini commodore. Thank you. That's just a compliment to my schedule. Okay. Just so wide open. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, well, it was either that or go home and watch Real Housewives of Orange County. So <laughs> I'd rather stay here. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Hey, well, you, of course, were Mondo's partner in crime on the mm-hmm. trip to Cambodia. Yes. And uh, you guys have worked hard together. You're in business together, worked hard together on the She Rescue Project. Mm-hmm. And that has led to the formation of really something, a, a bigger vehicle. Tell us about it. Yeah, um... When we first started, we kind of in the true entrepreneur spirit that we both have, it was kind of like, let's uh, let's on a pinball machine. We kind of just let the ball go, mm-hmm. and then we figured out how we would get down to the next level from go. We weren't really, I'm not gonna say we went into it recklessly, cause, but we were just so excited, and the passion definitely yeah. was way ahead of probably even our ability to do what we've done so far. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this whole thing, we just been a pinball going down yeah. the shoot still it's like cool i think we got it Ba-ding! and then we shoot to the right and it's like all right i think we're Ba-ding! and then it's just been going crazy but yeah. through all this um a couple of weeks ago we both had some really good meetings with two or three different people and identity kept coming into the into into each one of the conversations mm-hmm. and um you know the importance of being able to tell somebody what you do yeah. in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Again, not going down to the details, right. but if somebody said, you know, what's Walmart do? Yeah, they right. sell stuff for cheap. Yeah, you're right, right, right. Period. Right, right. Et cetera. And Mondo and I, uh, we really didn't have that. Right. We could explain it, but it definitely was not a you know an elevator floor to floor. Right. We were, we were never going to communicate anything. So we came together and when we got back both of us have the heart obviously for the music community yeah. and uh, our peers mm-hmm. um and so we wanted to do create something where we could do multiple projects and we've been offered um to do a project in South Africa mm-hmm. kind of along the same lines as the her 100% right but then the question came up like okay well how's that work cuz is her 100% just Cambodia it, yeah. is it only for girls yeah. is it so on and so forth so we created the Global Music Mission. Mm. We use music to create awareness and opportunity for global causes. Wow. That was pretty quick, right? That is. That's I mean, brilliant, man. There it is. So that allows it. Global Music Mission is our nonprofit. Yeah. And underneath that, then we can have the Her 100%. That's Southeast Asia. Yeah. We yeah. can have the Laredo Baby House Project. That's going to be Botswana. We can yeah. have Haiti. We can have right. Nashville. Yeah. And it all makes sense. Yeah. And there's really three main components that we want to um, focus on, and that is, number one, um, set up you know online giving and contribution for the music community that's out there. We're not talking about necessarily the, the celebrities, the artists. Yeah. I'm talking about the lighting guy. Yeah. The road guys. Yeah. Who are on the road or the studio guys that are in their studio 12 months out of the year. Mm-hmm. 
they have the resources, but they don't really know how because they are not plugged in enough at church yeah. to feel comfortable to go up to Johnny Bible Thumper and ask about going to on a missions trip. Yeah, yeah. And it's intimidating and it's scary. Yeah. Uh, I was on the road. You know, we've, we've both been on the road before. And the only reason I had any connection at my church was because my wife was there, obviously, while I was gone. Yeah. But it's like there's no connection. So yeah. you almost feel like you're not worthy to go on a mission trip because you haven't been there every Sunday with everybody else. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, number one is to, to be able to give, to donate um, um, financially for those that if you're not comfortable with going on a mission trip. Mondo just met somebody the other day that said, man, I, I can't I can't do something like that. But is there a way that I can sponsor somebody else who is willing to go? And it's like, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Second would be to, you know, local or with technology, we can really go worldwide. If you have a skill, you know, guitar play, guitar player, instrument, mm-hmm. producer, mixer, engineer, singers, let us give you a way. It was very overwhelming for Mondo and I, both the players that we talked to that played on the Rescue Worship CD. Yeah. How it's like, they're doing us a favor. Mm-hmm. But th- on the way out, each one of them was like, thank you so much for letting me be a part of this. Yeah, yeah, And it's yeah. like, yeah, no problem. You totally owe me, you know, big yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> you can pay me back later. We'll go down to Mala Mushroom and get yeah. some pizza. Yeah. But um, that was just so cool. And people want to help. Uh, yeah. Just a lot of them, they just, it's an old problem. They just don't know how. Right. Or there's so much out there, they ugh, deal with it later. They don't yeah. do anything. And then thirdly is to plan two two trips right now, starting in two, 2013, mm-hmm. that we organize and basically put teams together for like-minded and life-experienced individuals nice. in the music industry. Yeah. And again, all of the the music people. You don't have to yeah. be super high up. It, yeah, it does yeah. not matter. Yeah, yeah. It's just really for those kind of. It's just like you know our, our guest today. It's like. Yeah. Unfortunately, he couldn't go into a lot of churches yeah. with his background and yeah, say, yeah. "I want to go on a mission trip." Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. he probably wouldn't pass some application processes to go. Yeah, yeah. Is he any less qualified to go than any one of us? Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. So that's what the global music mission is. That's what we want it to be, and that's what we're just moving forward. We're putting our board members together. Um, we are super excited about just what God's done out of that, and. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It just kind of goes back to if we would have waited to try to figure all this out, yeah, it would not be what it is, yeah, because yeah. we would have overthought, underthought, and yeah, any yeah. other way around it, yeah. But bottom line is, um, God's bigger than everything, yeah, and uh, we're just trusting and, and believing. I like the way you guys innovate. Um, I sense that you have a, you know, you're asking. Uh, for direction, you're listening to the voice of God every day, but you're not sitting around on your thumb. No. But till, so you kind of do this, you know, ready, fire, aim thing. Absolutely. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, there's always some momentum. One of the reasons I just love hanging with you guys. And I'm amazed at what uh, the Lord has already accomplished through you and excited for what I'm sure he's going to do in the future. Well, that's great. Absolutely. What about you, man? Okay, well, uh, yeah, me. Quick update on me is Allie and I are just enjoying our month at home in Franklin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but busy planning uh, some trips, upcoming trips. Looking forward to being with Constance out in Colorado in July of next year. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, June, uh, next month. In, next month, yeah. Next month in June. And then going up to hang with the Samson guys in Spearfish, South Dakota. Oh, yeah. Incidentally, talked today with Matt Lamb from Minneapolis, 
there in the Twin Cities, Samson's going crazy. They just started their fourth group, just opened their fourth group Check last night. Out. Yeah. Good job, guys. Yeah, and even after splitting their largest group, they still had 35 guys show up the old meeting while they the new meeting was going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, great stuff there. I had hoped to get to Minneapolis this summer. That isn't going to happen. But what I am going to do is a road trip. I've got three other pirate monks coming with me, and uh, we'll talk more about this when we get to our guest. Uh, a road trip that will start officially on the 12th of July with a date in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, that's a Thursday night. Friday night, uh, the 13th, Friday the 13th, will be in Houston. Saturday the 14th in Montgomery, Alabama. Mm. Sunday the 15th in Jackson, Mississippi. And Monday the 16th in Birmingham, Alabama. There you go. Uh, we'll have a great time for yeah. that week. Awesome. All right. Well, br did you find that scratch track? Yeah, I'm going to play uh, one of the roughs from uh, Moe's recording session yesterday. Uh-oh. <laughs> Okay, we'll be right back on the Pirate Monk Podcast. Can't you see what you saw was so in? Promise seeds, some wildlife growing. After storms, summer streams are flowing. dark all the fireflies glowing in the fields where the kids are playing gentle breeze as the wildflowers swaying don't they look like a choir praying I think I hear what their words are saying Praises go up, the manna comes down Daily bread showing up all around In the air are the bluebirds flying In the pan, some a catfish frying. Let the tears of the child be drying. Someone knows that they're always dying. Phrases go up, the manna comes down. Daily bread showing up all around. Feel your heart is adrift and And we're back on the Pirate Monk Podcast. Let's reach into the mailbag, shall we, and just pull out uh let's pull out one. All right. Haven't heard from a while uh, <laughs> in a while from, from our good friend Justin Tripp. Oh yeah. But uh God, I love that guy. What a fabulous guy Justin is. So he writes, the, he's got some news for us. Okay. He says, hey guys, this is Justin from the Palatka Pirates. I recently started a new job that requires me to work during my local Samson meeting, so I'm unable mm -hmm. to attend any meetings. Mm -hmm. 
I'm still trying to keep up with the guys in my group, but I'm working when they're sleeping and sleeping when they're working. I can get a few hours here and there to catch up with one or two of them, but I just don't feel as connected. Things are okay right now, but I know from my upstanding past that so much disconnect with me just breeds disaster. And I'm afraid that that's just around the corner. I want to safeguard myself. I need my brothers. I just don't see in my present situation how to connect any better. Any suggestions are welcomed. And he says, P.S., love the podcasts. Please keep them coming. Well, you can do what uh, Aaron Porter did, uh, avoid his job being on the podcast and just go to the meeting. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that's could, one way to do yeah, it. That's one way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now, what's a better option for me? <laughs> <laughs> but then, again, if you like your job. If you like your job and, yeah. need, and need money. Yeah. 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 Uh, that actually pays. That, that, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This might be an opportunity for you to find a new band of brothers. Mm. Uh, there'll be some crossover. You may find one or two guys from that evening meeting who are available when you're available in the morning or in the afternoon. I'm not sure, Justin, whether you want to, whether it'd be best for you to hit the meeting as you're coming off work yeah. early or going, uh, in, or, going in, an yeah. afternoon meeting. Uh, but here's what we've found in, in Samson, and I, I've seen it certainly work in 12-step uh, meetings, is that it's really good to mix up not just uh, the geographic locations of meetings, but times. Because just like you, there are guys who are available only at certain times of day. And there are guys right now who aren't attending the evening meeting just because they can't. But might be that they could make uh, a 7 a.m., an 8 a.m. meeting, uh, I know some really good 6.30 a.m. meetings. In fact, I just had a great conversation yesterday uh, with a fellow we'll be with in Montgomery who started something called 525. Can't wait to have Matt Bostick here on the uh, here on the podcast. He's By the way, he's the guy who holds the world's record for three-point shots in 24 hours. Uh, what is it? Huh? What is it? Oh, it's like thousands of them. It's amazing. Uh, so anyway, he's in the Guinness Book and all that kind of stuff. But he's a Samson guy. He launched the Samson groups in uh, Montgomery. Um, but it, he he was at his uh, you know hanging out at his gym early in the morning, you know five five o'clock in the morning. He looks around. It's at you know it's five twenty-five, and he sees all kinds of guys on treadmills and you know working the weights, all that kind of stuff. And uh, he said, I wonder. I'll bet there's some guys who would get together at this time of day. So he started something called 525. Mm. It's a men's group that meets at 525 in the morning. You'll never forget. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um and he's got 100 guys coming to the thing. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh my suggestion is certainly do everything you can to keep up connections with your existing guys. Discipline yourself to make that daily phone call. Find a way to connect uh, over coffee or something face-to-face -face with your Silas, at least on a weekly basis, and call him daily. But I'd start praying about, looking around, asking, thinking about uh, starting another meeting, a morning or an afternoon meeting somewhere. And even if, if Justin, if something solidifies as far as the time for you, if you need assistance in getting the word out, we can help you with that. Yeah. Uh, with the guys through the podcast, we can help. Yeah. If you say, hey, you know what, I may want to start a meeting at this particular time during the day. I mean, I'm, I'm let my friends know, and he let some other guys know. Can you guys help spread the word? So we yeah. can we can help you with, with that if you need. Okay, fantastic. And we'll be right back. We got a great guest coming up. <laughs> 
This thing is going to... Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll be right back on the Pirate Monk Podcast. Well, if you want to have an unvarnished look at what really goes on inside the uh, porn industry, there's probably nobody better qualified to tell you than our next guest. He's a, a member of the AVN Hall of Fame, uh, a legend in the industry, uh, appeared in more than a thousand features under the name Randy Spears, worked as well as a director and a producer. But he, thank God, is out of the life these days. He's found a life. And he's kind enough to join us today. His name's Greg Dicely. Greg, thanks so much for being with us. Hello. Hello, guys. Uh, you're a real blessing to be with you. Well, we really appreciate your time. And uh, if, you don't, if you don't mind, we'll go straight at it. As I told you when I talked with you last week, I, I am, I'm a recovering sex addict myself, and I'm not at all unfamiliar with your early work. Um, and now that, uh, you know, i got about a thousand questions I think I'd like to ask you, but let me start with this one. <laughs> let, me, let me start with this one. Uh, yes. Was it your uh, childhood ambition to become a, a porn star? Is that, did you ever as a kid get, say, gee, that's what I'd really like to do with my life? It never crossed my mind. I had a very normal Midwest upbringing um, uh, with a... Uh, Good family ties and uh, great environment. Very healthy in every way. Uh, good education. Um, great siblings. Great friends. Uh, no, there was never a moment in my life until the moment, the very moment that I uh, decided to to do that on camera, where I thought, you know what? Maybe maybe I would like to aspire to be a performer who takes his clothes off and slowly ruins his life <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. you know, one one day ends up, you know, lonely, sad, and uh, walking around in darkness, separated from God entirely. No, that, that, never, that never was my plan. Wow. <laughs> well, how, how did it come about then, Greg? Well, uh, it, it actually started... I was living on, a, on the East Coast, Philadelphia area, and um, a, a person in the gym that I went to said, you know what, they're, they're having uh, auditions for that Chippendales group, and you're, you know, young and good-looking with a, you know, nice body, you should go down there, and they pay really great money, you know? And I thought, well, I thought, maybe I could do that. Uh, and, and make make some good money at it. Mm -hmm. So, so I drug myself down there and auditioned, and they hired me. And uh, I was thrust into that whole crazy environment, you know, with all these screaming drunk women, mm. you know, throwing themselves at me. And I wasn't prepared to handle anything like that. And I fell right into, you know, that that whole uh, uh, kind of thing where. You know, I was being adored and, uh, you know, put on pedestals and, yeah. you know, that, that whole selfish uh, wheel began to roll at that point. And, and I think that I, I really attribute that uh, to 
kind of paving the way for me. Uh, it let my guard down mm. so that so that I could, you know, do the other things that I did later on, you know, in the business. Um, it, it, uh, it it was really the beginning of all of that. Yeah. Okay. So there was there was a stepping stone between uh, regular life and uh, you, you didn't dive straight into to hardcore porn, but there was kind of there was a stepping stone of being a dancer and uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of softened me. Yeah. You know, towards that uh, that uh, direction, and uh, you know it was incremental for sure. Sure. But uh, now that I look back on it, I mean that yeah, that certainly was the very beginning stages. Had you wanted to be an actor too? Yeah, and I actually was. Uh, I was doing uh, TV work and commercials in New York, taking the bus into New York. And mm. when I got to Los Angeles, I actually uh, was a working actor. I was doing quite well, doing soap opera work and TV work and some feature film work. And uh, and then uh, I just kind of, I, I was actually, there was a writer strike, a union writer strike oh. back in, in uh, Hollywood back in 1985. And the whole town shut down. I mean, florists. You know, uh, dry cleaners, mm -hmm. so many people were affected, certainly us actors. And it's hard enough. I mean, we're starving as it is. Right, you know? sure, yeah. And um, I, I remember getting this modeling job, and uh, the makeup artist uh, gave me her card, and she said, you know, you're you're pretty cute. You know, if you ever thought about, you know, maybe, maybe doing some nude stuff, uh, here's my card. I have some connections. Give me a call. Well... I thought immediately, uh, well, I, I was very polite, and I said, thank you very much. It's nice of you. And I put it in my pocket. Mm -hmm. But I remember that card sitting on my nightstand for about a month, and I just kept looking at it. And as my cupboards grew more bare mm. and I became more and more hungry, I thought, why not? Let me call and see what this is about, you know. And they offered me such great money, you know, and they're the there began the real trap, the money trap, you yeah, know. Yeah. And then I was I was a good actor, and, uh, you know, people in that business aren't necessarily known for being, you know, overly <laughs> talented in that in that department. Really? So they found out that I could act yeah. and, do, and do the deed. Yeah. Uh, right. So my phone started ringing after that, and the money came flying in, um, and... And thus it began. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's kind of my history there. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm well familiar with how, over time, porn tears at the soul of a user. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering, can you tell us what does it do to the soul of a performer? Well, I'll tell you this. Most people interviewed in that business are very young, first of all. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I see interviews with these girls, especially. The business is built around girls. You yeah. know, the, the guys were always kind of, you know, a prop, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, some of us, you know, became popular and uh, they felt like they needed us for, for certain things there. But uh, these people would be interviewed and they'd be saying, you know, I love sex. I... I 
I love what I do, mm. you know, and and uh, then they throw up a clip of, you know, nine men, you know, just abusing this poor 18-year-old yeah. on camera, and it used to really disturb me. Uh, I, I, I put it this way, uh, I turned a blind eye to those things mm. early in my career because I was kind of adjusting uh, I think the the fame and the fortune and the accolades and all that kind of outweighed, in a way. Um, I pushed aside the negativity hmm. that that what it might be doing to me. I didn't want to self-examine at, at that point. Mm-hmm. I certainly was turning my back on God, and uh, you know, when I would feel Him tapping me on the shoulder, you know, I I, I ignored Him, yeah. you know, and I was self-serving and, and selfish and uh but I, I if you really were able to get to the heart of these people and uh you know break through the kind of like an athlete that's being interviewed at the end of a game that you notice they all kind of say the same thing yeah. you know yeah you know we got to push a little harder next time uh you know uh, a little better defense and uh we look forward to what's coming up for the next game yeah, you know that kind of thing. You know, everybody kind of gets this learned behavior in, in interviews where they're saying, "Oh yeah, I love sex and it's been great for me." And but if you really break through to that human being, you know they cannot be liking the fact that nine guys are abusing them, and at the end of the scene they carry her out, you know, into the alley and throw her in a garbage can and throw the lid down. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, who would really enjoy that? Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, it, it's very tragic and it's very sad, but uh, you know, these people are very young and yeah, yeah. I, you know, like I told you last week, you know, there were there were times at the pinnacle of my career when I was winning all the awards and and you know everybody was wanted my photo and my picture and my interviews and all that kind of stuff. That's when I was I was having the most sex I ever had as a, an adult male. And I was the loneliest I had ever been yeah. in my entire life. Yeah. I would actually get in my car and hide the fact that I would weep yeah. on my way home after a movie because God was there. Mm. And there was no mistaking that I was doing something that he did not approve of. And I knew in my heart I was grieving the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But I turned, I turned that blind eye. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it yeah. is a, it is a real balance or yeah. a struggle. Yeah. Did Did it create uh, challenges for you in uh, relationships, personal relationships? The... Oh, for, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I I longed to be in love and uh, to have a real relationship where sex meant something. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, there, where there was a where there was a personal connection. I wanted to be married. I wanted to have a family. You know, I wanted it to mean something. Yeah. And uh, it was very difficult. Uh, I found it easier just to date girls in the business because they understood what I did for a living. Right. You know, yeah. going out and, and meeting some uh, pretty strange young woman. You know, uh, and then you know being on the first date. And somebody coming up to the table and going, "Hey, Randy Spears, can I have your autograph?" Yeah, 
you know, I have to I fib to this girl that I'm a rocket scientist because <laughs> I don't I don't want her to, you know, yeah. go, yeah. oh no, a porn star, I'm leaving. You know, yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, it was very there's very gotta be, difficult. There's gotta be something between porn star and rocket scientist. <laughs> you know, gotta be gotta be something there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was difficult. Still is. Still is difficult. And mm. trying to meet uh, quality people even after you know, I've retired now. Yeah. You know, because at some point that subject has to come up, if I'm honest. Yeah. And and I have to say, look, you know, there's a reason why people are coming up to me right now at our table and asking me to sign their napkin. Yeah. And here's the reason. You know, they either want to be with me for all the wrong reasons. Right. You know? which are obvious, you know, they, they want to have sex with me because they think that's a challenge or something mm-hmm. like that, or or they get up and they run yeah. from me because yeah. they're terrified, yeah. yeah, you know? So I'll always carry that baggage, although um, although God's working with me on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think, he, you know, he's, he's bringing people into my path nowadays, but he sends... You know, so. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Well, I'd like to hear about your your awakening. I know that um, I spent a lot of years kind of in the in the thrall of uh, of my sex addiction, almost like I was in a dream that I didn't want to wake up from. I mean, it was a horrible dream, but I didn't want to face reality. Uh, and it took a pretty hard collision to finally wake me up and make me willing to look at myself, look honestly at uh, you know my life situation. Is that is that true for you? Uh, how did it how did it happen? How did you finally wake up? It is very true for me. Also, um, I was actually my story is kind of interesting. I was actually saved and accepted Jesus into my life, uh, and it was a powerful, powerful experience. I I remember sitting there and these tales. Uh, oh wait, oh wait a second. Uh, we just had we just had a glitch. Can you back up and just so? Uh, what we heard was I can remember sitting. Can you start from there again? Yes, okay. I remember sitting. I was sitting with these two girls. And they were praying for me, and uh, they asked me if I wanted to accept Jesus into my life and have a personal relationship with him, not not just religion. You know, really know, do you want to really know if this is real? And I said, yes, absolutely. And this was a couple of years before I did Chippendales. So Mm. I remember that experience being just so amazing I, I just felt washed and washed and washed uh, the overwhelming presence of God I knew that it was real mm. and um, so I remember saying to my new Christian friends at that time uh, nothing will ever being a young baby Christian yeah. nothing will ever make me go back to that old lifestyle and the moment I said it I felt this interesting feeling like, oh, you have so much to learn yet. 
Mm. And you're going to have to go through so much. So actually, to make it, the story a little shorter, um, I was saved before all of this. Wow. And then, boy, I, I didn't just backslide. <laughs> I, I fell mm-hmm. off the cliff backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it was a real interesting uh, 25 years. Uh, and then... Um, to, to more definitively answer your question, how it happened where I recommitted my mm-hmm. I, believe me, I am the prodigal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, I was. Me too, uh, man. <laughs> yeah. I, aren't we all though? Yeah. I mean, you know, really. Uh, I I remember just there was just a, an evening where I I came home from a set and I was just more so than ever disgusted with what I had done that day. Mm-hmm. And it was just a feeling of just repent, Greg, and, mm-hmm. and just just let the Lord wash you again. Be, behold, all things will be new, mm-hmm. you know? And I just dropped to my knees, and I, I wept like a baby. I just cried, and, and I worshipped him, and I asked him to please get me out of this darkness. I... I, I apologize to him for turning my back on him and living a selfish life and a sinful life and I felt once again that washing and that cleansing of my my soul and his very amazing loving presence and the feeling that okay let's move forward mm. together mm. and let, let's have a new life now Mm. Don't look back. Let's go, mm. you know. And 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 that was the moment. The next day, I called everybody up and I said, "I retire. Mm. Thank you, you know, but I'm gone now." And um, what, what, what day was that? Like like what what time like time period were we talking? Like is this five years ago? It was six to. Uh, no, actually, it was about a year and a half a ago. Year and a half. Wow. wow. Okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was about nine o'clock at night, ten o'clock at night. Mm. Uh, and I stayed on my knees for hours, mm. just worshiping, worshiping him, and thanking him, and reconnecting. Wow. And uh, you know, he's always we serve an amazing God. Yeah. You know, uh, Jesus paved paved the way for us. Uh, yeah. That, that we can always come boldly to the throne of grace and I had forgotten that yeah somewhere yeah. along the line my eyes were darkened mm. you know mm. and uh, so that's kind of how it was it was it was a recommittal it was the prodigal returning yeah. home and the father was sprinting yeah. across the open field you know uh, yeah. it, it truly was that and it was absolutely wonderful really really terrific wow cool. and uh, you know you found you know, she shared the, the experience of David. I love that place in the Psalms where David says, you know, where can I go from your presence? If I make yeah. my bed in hell, you're there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All you got to do is yeah. turn around. He's there. No hiding. Yeah. 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 And wow. once, he, once he puts his hand on our yeah. lives, he finishes what he starts. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and that's, it's just amazing. The grace is 
is just amazing to me. I, and, and you know, we're human beings. You know, we we all sin. We all fall short yeah. of the glory of God, of course. But uh, you know, some of us just kind of have to go through a, a harder knock school than others. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. for Him to be able to effectively use us. Yeah, and, yeah. and and I just I just think you know, all the great people in the Bible, all the people that he has used so effectively, yeah. he put through that school. Yeah. You know, nobody just walked in and went, oh, I'm pretty good, you know? Right. You know? Yeah, so, uh, like, I guess my my story is, is a bit interesting and certainly powerful, I guess. Yeah. You know, but, uh, I hear the gratitude in your voice. I hear the humility, and the, the thing I love most is I don't hear a ton of shame. You understand oh, that Jesus died yeah. for our shame as well as for our guilt, and we can walk with heads held high and uh, be instruments of His grace, trophies of grace. Right? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Now you've absolutely. you've left California. Yes. And uh, you're now down in Texas. I'm uh, hoping to connect with you. Uh, Greg, when I'm down in, uh, me and a few of the pirate monks are going to be down in Fort Worth on the 12th of July at Convergence Church. And I, we will make it so. Okay, yes. all right. Absolutely, I want to. Uh, yeah, when I decided to retire, I, I really wanted to change everything. I just left, uh, plus my children live down here, and I, I thought it would be a good idea to to spend some time with my kids and yeah. make new friends, you know? Yeah. Kind of like an alcoholic, you know? They, they used to say, oh, it's easy. You just have to change everything about your life, <laughs> yeah. you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so I said, yeah, Lord, you know, you lead me, I'll go. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gave it all up and, and moved. Well, know? I'm really looking forward to continuing uh, this conversation face to face thanks so much for joining us on the on the podcast i know oh, this is going to be uh, enormously helpful to our listeners and we're going to want to talk to you more in the future yes nate and, and i'm specifically uh, grateful for your ministry and uh, how you guys are reaching out and i i really hope that and i'll be praying about it that maybe in the very near future maybe we can work together in some sort of aspect where uh well, maybe, you know, maybe I could get up and say a few words to some of the people that you speak with. Oh, uh, let's you know, make that, it happen. That kind of thing. I would love that. I really, it, it weighs heavy on my heart, Yeah. you know, to be able to get my story out there and maybe maybe help guide, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. some of the people that have been in our circumstances, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, I, you know, I haven't asked you, Greg, uh, what's the best way for for people to reach you, because I know some of our listeners are going to want to reach you. Uh, they can always, of course, reach you through me. Uh, do, uh, do you want to give? Uh, do you have a, a, a web address or an email address or a Facebook uh, account you'd like people to hit? Well, I, I do have I do have a Facebook. Uh, I don't have a website uh -huh. per se. Yeah. Uh, but I do have a Facebook, and that's that's simply my name, Greg Curie yeah. G. Uh, Dicely, which is D as in David, E-U-S-C-H-L-E. Uh, I would welcome, you know, any friends that would want to join me there and, uh, you know, I'll converse with them. Um, but other than that, I mean, okay. if they want to reach out to me through you, if you don't mind. Oh, I'm happy uh, to connect I, anybody, yeah. 
I would consider that a blessing. I really would. Well, uh, we'll continue this uh, this conversation off the air because I've got a few uh, dates that I'd love to see whether we could make uh, your calendar work with mine. That'd be All right. Lord Directly. bless you, Greg. Thanks so much for talking with us. Bless you guys and all your listeners. I hope that I hope it's uh, been informative. For sure, sure. Is. Thank you, Greg. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, okay. guys. God bless. God Bye. bless. The end of the road. Your permanent scars will not fade away, but will shine like the stars. Oh, oh, at the end of the road. end of the road these turbulent skies in beauty composed and will not be despised oh oh at the end of the road mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well I loved that conversation. To me, the most powerful uh, part of uh, everything that Greg had to say was uh, when he said, you got to understand, I was saved before this happened. Hmm? And that, isn't that something? Isn't that, and, and it's certainly true of me as well, how far did I go into the depths? Uh, knowing that I was running from God and yet this relentless love that will not let us get away. And it's, uh, what a beautiful story. Absolutely. And it, those, you and him and, and guys like that, they absolutely appreciate everything so much more. It's, it's, it's so much more difficult to go through all that knowing what you know mm-hmm. about God and his love yeah. rather than the ones that, you know, they were just completely lost. Mm-hmm. and out there and they did not know the answer mm-hmm. so when they found it it was great <laughs> but it was just, it's just one of those things where uh, his voice he said it he's just yeah. so humble yeah and yeah. there's there's no shame he's so thankful for for where he is now and where yeah. god delivered him from it was just so evident in the way yeah. that he spoke there was a, uh, and i loved knowing that it was just a year and a half ago yeah like that's that's, that's awesome I'm going to believe uh, with Greg that God is going to redeem not just his life, uh, but also his life story. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, God's going to use him to, to, uh, to, to help save the lives of other guys. I want to commit myself to be praying for Greg, and uh. let's see what we can do to support him. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, an, another uh, fun time together. John, thank you so much for... Uh, I, I almost thought that you were better at being Aaron than Aaron is. Oh, that's... Is that a compliment? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so, very much. It's been my pleasure yeah. to be here. So next time I'm going to ask Aaron to be John. We'll see how that works. Let's just change the Skype number. <laughs> Every time Aaron's like, I can't get through. I, I cannot get a connection. Sorry. <laughs> we're in Palmdale. All right. Well, until next week, this is, uh, this is Nate Mondo... And uh, Commodore Junior. <laughs> John Hartman saying goodbye from the Pirate Monk Podcast. <laughs>